0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
1: Hello, welcome to the Time AFL podcast for round 12, 2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who missed out On the opportunity to go down the slide at the Big Freeze at the G today, it's Adam Rosenbachs. Ah, g'day
0: Michael. What what an amazing day, an amazing uh, cause that we're doing it for Neil Danaher, the Freeze MND. And not many people know this. They all know that the coaches went down, but I was also selected. No way. Well, because junk time's pretty, pretty massive now. And obviously you are up at uh, Rod Carter Studio, so I had to represent. You're an elder statesman of the game. Yeah. Uh, I had to represent uh, the Junk Time Podcast at the G. And so I arrived, and the coaches, they were dressed up amusingly. Like uh, Alistair Clarkson, he went down as a horse because he was Horse Longmire. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh,
1: uh, Brendan Bolton went down as uh, Captain Carlson.
0: Yeah. Uh, Adam Simpson went down as someone from uh, Blades of Glory. Yeah. So it was all very light was a panda. All very light-hearted and jovial. And I stayed in that light-hearted and, uh, and jovial kind of... Um, attitude and so I dressed up I had a little I had a pot plant under one arm and I was dressed as uh, as Don Burke <laughs> and they said <laughs> I had the beard I had the uh I I was calling people out going you've got autism you've got Asperger's I said that all this kind of stuff was all part of it and then they went mate no you can't Timmy Watson just went mate what are you doing it's for a good cause." I was like yeah I know I'm helping out here. What are you? What are you doing? I'm, give, and I'm giving si-
1: people a laugh, a chuckle.
0: They need this on one of these on a day, and it brings attention to it. And more, the more people <laughs> that see me go down, they're like, "What the fuck is Don Burke going down the slide for?" We better donate to this great cause. Oh, dude, and they stop me. They stopped me from going down. So um,
1: I, I apologize to everyone there. Um, I thought it'd be fun. It's pretty cool. It has what in about 4 years become a uh, a big day on the football calendar. The big a freeze. It it has I watched
0: um I watched part of it. I ran to the telly. Uh, I saw something on Twitter. I was like, "Oh, it's happening now." Yep. It's not a great uh it's not a great visual event.
1: Well, I mean, I mean the reality is and they don't normally have as many people as they did, Adam, uh, while well, everyone sit back while we a shit on a charity. <laughs> 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 we uh I mean, it's 18 people going down doing the same thing. And how many how many questions can Hamish really ask once they get out of there? Like is it cold? Like how, how many variations on that do you have?
0: And they did ask that pretty much every time. Uh tell us about your Neil Danaher connection. Why did you agree to do it? It's like what do you expect him to say? Oh, well, I had to. There were 17 other fuckheads that needed to do it as well. <laughs> yeah, you
1: know, wouldn't you look like an absolute cockhead if you were the one who were like, no, not doing it, not doing it. Got not it. doing it.
0: Well, Chris Fagan, who went down as a, uh, a priest uh-huh. because uh, Neil Danaher was known as the Reverend, so he went down as a priest and as he was coming out of the pool, he slipped off the stairs. So it's <gasps> not good for It's not good for an old man to have a fall, right? That's the first thing that you think. He did his hammy, like properly did his hammy. No way. And he was saying, and I don't know whether this was a joke, but he's like, it's off the bone. I'm going to have to go get uh, an ambulance out of here. Oh, dude. But they genuinely think that he's he's done his hamstring.
1: No way. I did not see that bit. Yeah. So So, poor, poor
0: Chris Fagan, mate. He's in his second year in the job. He's trying to help out. Slips off like an old, like a crazy old man coming out of the shower. He goes down, does the hammy.
1: I mean, it's not a great look when what he probably is the oldest coach, wouldn't he?
0: Oh, by a long or, shot. But at the
1: very least, he looks like the oldest coach. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. look great. And also, there's probably nothing. There's nothing really good about um popping the bone off your hamstring, uh, when uh, you're dressed as a priest. <laughs> Like, when you're dressed up in costume. Like, you don't want to yeah, injure yourself when you do that. Like, I'm sure people on Halloween, they have get injured and the like, and then they've got to go to hospital dressed as, you know, I don't know, a sexy Flintstone or something.
0: <laughs> I always feel, whenever you see, it happens more in... Uh, like, in the World Cup, the soccer's coming up, is when people get really dressed up. And I do remember seeing a couple of years ago when England were bundled out of the World Cup. And I think there was a priest and maybe a, a like 1600s knight dressed up. And it's like... There's no fun. All the fun's gone when you're in character.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: And, you, and your life sucks?
1: Um, are you maybe suggesting, Adam, that uh, maybe the Big Freeze has run its course? Maybe it's time we shut that down. It's too dangerous.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think it is. I think, you know, if we lose someone
1: uh, who's an we ornament lose, to the game. If we lose a Fagan, you know, who next?
0: Like if he if, if we he lose a,
1: a fighting fit, a man a man so nimble mm, yeah. <laughs> that he will pull a hamstring while climbing out of a pool full of ice, <laughs> while dressed <laughs> as a reverend.
0: <laughs> I mean, what if he has to, If he loses a leg, then it just it just sullies the whole day. Oh, imagine! I presume
1: so. If you got to hospital, maybe there was someone there who is very very ill, once their last rites, and they're like, "Oh, great, there's a priest here. <laughs> yeah. Come over.
0: Uh, come! Uh, fuck, he's limping. Jesus, is he all right? <laughs> Have you ever gone into an ice bath like that, from zero into ice bath?
1: Uh, No, no, I've never done one in my life.
0: Yeah, well, interesting, I should ask that, because I have.
1: Oh, okay, do you have maybe Uh, a story that you could share?
0: uh, I just did it as a part, when I did Tough Mudder. Um, Ah, yep. Because if you do Tough Mudder, obviously you have to tell people that you've done Tough Mudder, Mm -hmm. and I uh, have done it. And one of the things that you do is you go down a slide, not unlike the big freeze, and you end up in an ice bath and or an ice pool, and it is the fucking worst.
1: A nightmare, yeah.
0: Well, you just lose your breath, but you lose your breath while you're underwater, but you can't do that when you're underwater. You can't suck in the big ones, and then you come out. And then at Tough Mudder, they make it a little bit harder. You have to go back under a wooden beam to get back out. You can't just step out. You've got to go back underneath. Terrible, gotcha. terrible. Gotcha. Gotcha. So they're very, very brave coaches that did that for a good cause. Good on them. Where do they go from now, too? Well, that's the thing. This is a fourth year. They've done the same thing. It's sliding it into wrap ice. Wrap it up, Adam. I yeah, agree. It needs to I agree. be – you know, it needs to turn into, like, a Japanese game show. You oh, know, yeah. where um, – I remember one where they were on their backs with their legs in the air, and they had two giant – ice uh, sorry, a giant ice block in between their legs. And so there was freezing on your feet, but there was also the danger – that it would drop out and crush your testicles.
1: Oh, they are
0: brilliant. And I think we're ready for that. If you had 18 coaches across the ground uh, with in danger of getting their nuts crushed,
1: I think that's for uh, for a good cause. Hey, if you want to head to fightmnd.org.au, you can throw down your money. And I'm looking at the figure here. They've raised, about, they've raised over $600 million. Sorry, $6 million. Sorry. But that's still a very good effort.
0: What about, okay, here's a little thing from the AFL. Obviously, they're going to contribute because it's uh, very close to their heart. What if, instead of all the money they're pumping into the Gold Coast Suns, we get rid of the Suns and we cure MND? What if they're the Gold Coast MNDs? That's not bad. That's not bad.
1: Yeah. Is anyone really going to miss them?
0: I I wouldn't have thought so. And they go to a good cause, like every time you are supposed to play the Suns. So they are known as the Gold Coast MNDs. There's no team. Mm -hmm. All the wages go into MND research. And so each team that comes up against them has a buy mm-hmm. and maybe, um, I don't know, you, you, there's a home team. If you get like, you know, 20,000 people, that all goes to the thing. Just all the money that goes, that would go to the Gold Coast and all the bullshit that they take up goes
1: to m Research. No, that's a perfect idea, Darren. Perfect idea. Good, I'm good idea good. for the community. Now, Thank football, you, big game today. Eight point game, if there ever was one. Melbourne and Collingwood. Yeah. Collingwood came out pretty strong, and uh, Melbourne couldn't really grab it back.
0: That's because they're a terrible team who got so far ahead of themselves, took lids off, threw lids away.
1: Well, we were talking during the week. If if Melbourne won this one, then surely it's it's lid off. Yeah. But now it's lid fastened back on. Well, now it's
0: it's back to reality, and it's Melbourne supporters going, "What are we?" What what happens from here? We we were supposed to be good. We were supposed to be we were supposed to be
1: talking double chances. Yeah, yeah. And now and now we're fucking butchered it. Hey, yeah, a big one though, um, with Mason Cox kicking five. That would have to be his best return, surely.
0: It is his best return, and I was reading on uh Twitter today that he is the Tallest player ever to kick five goals. Oh no way! Because <laughs> I, I know you ask that every week. Is he the tallest <laughs> to kick five? I was like, no, mate, no, it's not him. Uh, uh, I took it over from Justin Madden. That's how long ago it happened.
1: Oh no way! Yeah, uh, I think I think Mason actually hits at seven feet. I think he's actually a true seven footer. Yeah, right. So so
0: Melbourne slipped out of the top four. Collingwood have. Uh, Solidified themselves in the top six now. That was a great win from the Pies. They swarmed them with their pressure.
1: They did do pretty well. There would have been a lot of heat on them to form. Also by the fact, uh, good on them. Collingwood, they were twelve. They're uh, uh, eight and four. Dude, yeah. after, after I remember Hawthorne played them in round one. After round one, people were going, "Yeah, you know,
0: get rid of Bucks." When, when's he
1: going to go? Yeah, people were yeah. Um, mapping out the timeline, going, "Oh gee, if he if he goes zero and four, then they're going to have to do something." And good on him, eight and four. They're they're going well. No, they're
0: absolutely flying at the moment. I mean, no way want it to continue.
1: I want to make that oh, no, 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 clear.
0: <laughs> Neither of us are very happy about they've this had situation. Their fun. <laughs> yeah. But let's look at, uh, you know, everyone talking up the Ds in the last five weeks, but who had who they beaten? That was the thing. The test was going to come, and they've failed dismally.
1: Hmm.
0: They will be embarrassed.
1: Do you think it's time to uh, pack up the board games, Adam?
0: I think so. Their, uh, their bonding is no longer working.
1: There was an article during the week about the little bonding sessions that the Ds have been going on. Uh, mm. Tom McDonald revealed he's in a board game group with Max Gorn, Sam Frost, Jakey Lever, and Pat McKenna. We play Scategories, Risk, uh, which is like the World War game. I don't think it's like the World War game. <laughs> I think Risk is the World War game. Yeah, I think most people know what Risk is. Um, yeah. We uh, we played Sequence yesterday and we're going to play uh, Settlers of Ked Catan, yeah, uh, but never got round to it. They're they're the four at the minute. I inc- I applaud that by the fact it's not just, it's not just video games. They're playing they're playing Risk, you know, which is like the World War one.
0: <laughs> but what about uh, what what is categories? Explain categories to me. I'm not familiar. I know I know of the game. I don't you know. I'm not a loser.
1: Yeah, sure. It's uh, a, it's a word game, isn't it? It's kind of a bit of a
0: I believe so, but it's not like um, the cards of humanity or something like that, is it?
1: No, let me look it up. Um, we'll pick... Or is
0: it like you know, pick a letter and then you've got to go, you know, a fruit, an animal.
1: Yeah, a, I don't know, man. A dictator, I've... a serial killer. I wouldn't have played uh, a board game for yeah, a long, long time. I apologise. I can't. I've, I, I can't give you the correct answer.
0: When, when when you do play board games, though, do you feel closer? with the people that you're playing with. Like, if you're at a dinner party yep. and you're playing Monopoly and some, the banker, that cunt who's run the bank, has cheated. At the end of it all, after you've flipped the uh, the board over and thrown everyone's cash around,
1: do you feel closer to those people that you've upset so greatly? If I am at a dinner party, A, I'm already looking at my watch trying to get the fuck out of there, and then yep, yep. B, if they bring out a board game <laughs> at a dinner party, yep. I am faking my own death so I don't have to be there. Okay,
0: what about if you're at a dinner party and it turns into like a, a swingers party?
1: Oh yeah, gotcha. Chuck the key in the bowl. Yeah,
0: that's bonding. <laughs> that's bonding of the highest order. I'd prefer to see that. But see, yeah. so they're talking about they're talking about you know the different ways they bond. They said Jordan Lewis and Max Gorn are in a squash group.
1: Yep, they play.
0: Um, Kuyong. Uh,
1: there's a few and, bonding over snooker.
0: Yeah, Oscar McDonald bonds over snooker. It doesn't say who with though. So is he just there just?
1: Just playing himself, trying to beat himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then they talk about a few going off to have dinner in complete darkness one night. They've got a place in Melbourne where you could do that. I think that's right, isn't it? Is it a yes, like the dark did, restaurant? Yeah. And have you then, ever done a
0: dark dark restaurant experience?
1: No, I haven't done that. No. I've, um, been be,
0: I've eaten a kebab in bed with the lights <laughs> off. So that's, that's pretty
1: similar. Uh, and other guys have gone off to do escape rooms. Have you heard of them? Now, ec-
0: explain to me an, ex- uh, an escape room. Well, I've
1: heard a bit about them, but I haven't been to one of escape rooms, put teams in a room for 70-odd minutes, and force them to crack codes, puzzles, and brain teasers to find their way out. So um, I've heard them come up quite a bit in conversation with friends. People seem to like them.
0: Okay, and uh, would that be a bonding experience? Like, do you have to crack codes as a team? Do you have sp- to work together? I
1: so. Yeah, you're cracking codes, puzzles, brain teasers. A football is really the best type of people to be going to...
0: Well, it's putting him under the pump, isn't it? Is there like a footballer's version of it? Like, do they do they uh, dull it down a little bit?
1: I think I think you'd have to. I think it'd have to be, uh, yeah, the the gay guy gave you a 50, $50 drink card. You then had yep. a $10 <laughs> bourbon. How much is left on the drink card? <laughs> Just let us out. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's good, though, that the Melbourne players have uh, turned their preseason camp on their head. They've gone, we don't need to stay awake for three days. We can go to an escape room. For seventy minutes with my
1: mates and get everything we need,
0: and get exactly what we need out of that. You know, we don't need to be uh, tortured, as it were.
1: Is it falling apart at St Kilda, Adam?
0: I would say that probably before the end of the season, we'll see them merging with the Gold Coast Suns. Oh, okay. We're we going to have a double is merger. That, yeah, is that is that too quickly to? Is it too early to 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 make that? No, no.
1: I think I think we kind of if we're going to get it done before the next year, like we need. Well, if we're going to get it done before the AFLX, we need to get this stuff organised. That's a fair point. I mean, that's one thing it will affect the AFLX, meaning one Mm. pool will only have five teams and not the regulation six. I don't know if that Uh. sullies the game of AFLX, but we can kind of think about that, you know, when we need to put pen to paper.
0: Yeah, that's a very good point. Do we have? Oh God, I'm thinking.
1: Do we bring in another team like a? Yeah, perhaps. Bring in the team that wins the VFL or something like that, or the Sandful or Waffle or.
0: Oh, so there's a. They can get promoted? I mean, we're not bringing
1: the team that wins the fucking <laughs> No,
0: no, no. You don't want to embarrass them. I don't want Queen B in <laughs> running around in uh, in my <laughs> AFLX competition. Or yeah. do you mean just. To I don't fill want to. Out... see
1: Queen B in players just banging super goals from 40. <laughs>
0: You just meant for the AFLX, not for the AFL proper.
1: No, not for the AFL proper, Carlton. Oh, no, I
0: think it's—I think that's a fantastic idea.
1: So the Saints went down by about um, seventy-one points to the Swans, but I think the Swans kicked first nine. It was nine. It was nine
0: goals to one at quarter time, Which and. Is... Uh, Alan Richardson came out and said, "We only lost the second half by ten points." So, I mean, there is a lot of positives coming out of yeah the
1: fact the other team just <laughs> gave up entirely. <laughs>
0: I, that, that, if you want to read it that way, but I don't. I see, <laughs> I see, St. Kilda putting up a massive fight, and that—that's what—that's all you want to see as a Saints supporter. You go, you know what? We only lost by ten points. I mean, sure, we lost the opening half by some, you know ten goals, but that's not yeah. that's all what matters. I want to see how my team fights it out to the very end and, and that's where Alan Richards I'd I'd sign him beyond twenty twenty now. Like if they only lose to the Swans by ten points and a half well, he, they've already extended him for a year and a half, I'd go another couple of years on
1: top of that. He's not taking any prisoners. Didn't he didn't he go down the slide as Robo today? He did. And what Robbo was so shit faced uh, before the game he was like What is that me? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't remember being <laughs> over there. And then the Suns are awful too. Well, the Suns had they got smashed by 108 points to the Giants. Giants,
0: and they had uh, five, six scoring shots, I believe. All up. Yeah. So they kicked four goals, two. And they, they had three they. goals, one to half time. So they only had two scoring shots after half time. Yeah, dude, dude. And, and what do we, what do we can... do with the Swans? Uh, sorry, what to do with the Suns?
1: I don't know, man. I don't know how it's going to get better. No one wants to go there. No one will want to go there. They're a money pit. It's not like they're bringing in 20,000 people to each game. I mean, I mean, I do go to the Gold Coast a lot, but that's, mm. for, that's for business reasons. I can't reveal too much about that.
0: No, 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 but you're just bringing stuff back to, over the border.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm distributor. I'm just a distributor. <laughs> I'm so, a salesman.
0: And they're going to lose Tom Lynch. I mean, there's nothing surer than a man yeah. leaving a club. Like, why the fuck? If you are, and people are saying, you know, he's one of the best full forward getting around in the game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Why would you want to be there? Like, I know they talk about uh, the money that he's going to be getting, and he's probably going to get like maybe four to eight hundred thousand, or say say three million dollars over his career more. Than anywhere else, but Michael, you get to play on the big stage.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And also, imagine if he kind of becomes that marquee player down in a Victoria or in a in a Southern State. Mm. Uh, they can chuck that sponsorship money at him. And he can make up for it. You know, if he came well, down, came down to Melbourne, think of how many spots he could do in the Footy Show. Well,
0: there's that. I mean, if he wins two flags, imagine the sporties he's got. That's that's like thousand bucks cash, cash. Practice I don't, don't even know
1: about it. Yeah, yeah, that's in the back pocket straight away. And the other
0: thing is he's got family down here and that that's a big draw card. Like yeah, yeah. you know, what price do you put on that, Michael? I mean, three million dollars. If someone gave you three million dollars to be away from your mum and dad, okay, different question. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I don't I don't know. Like honestly, what do you do to the sons?
1: Um I don't know, man. Do they get Shut a it down to start again?
0: Started like I another
1: mean, Gold Coast team? Let me think. What's two thousand and eleven? Do you think there are genuine considerations in AFL House and some people that they should just stop? By the logic at the same time, like a Brisbane Lions, well they were Brisbane Bears, they're a nightmare for a decade too.
0: Yes, that is that is true. But, but they then, did go
1: in, but they went in incredibly underprepared in terms of like uh, you know preparations for grounds, equipment, people.
0: When they first expanded. Yeah. Absolutely. So the AFL went in with this, saying, uh, we know what to do. We've got to give them all the best players available in the first draft. And then, you know, Gold Coast came along. uh, Sorry, uh, getting my teams wrong. Giants came along and, uh, you know, tapped into the draft as well. Mm -hmm. But then none of them are playing well. As they pointed out the other day, they've basically lost a whole bunch of primary school kids who don't want a fucking bar of the Gold Coast Sun. So it's going to be another generation before the next kids come through. Yeah, dude. Do we need more children shipped to the Gold Coast?
1: I think it's maybe maybe a time we um start up maybe like a junk time academy maybe up there. I think about it, a junk time academy. I think that's what we need. We need we, okay. They need they need leadership up there, I Adam. Mean, who better than us to provide that leadership? Okay, we take people up there. We take we take kids up there. Okay, mm-hmm. real real young kids, like two three. Okay, we take them up there. Yep, got bunk beds. They won't need that much food. I used to work in childcare, so I know I know how to do a little bit, right? Okay.
0: Oh mate, we learn on the job.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of crying, but we get them into footy. <laughs> they, 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 okay. they, go, they sleep with the footy every night. They walk around the house with the footy. Yep. Yep. Every every now and then we'll take them to the footy if we can if we can be asked. <laughs> No, 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 we're,
0: we're taking it to the footy. I mean, as long as the Commonwealth Games aren't on, there'll be regular games happening on the Gold Coast. Yep,
1: yep, be perfect, be perfect. It's what football needs. needs leadership, and that's what we provide.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I like it. Where, where are we getting these children from? Can I ask that? Yeah,
1: look, Adam, I know, I know some people on the dark web, right? That's yeah, all okay,
0: I'm... that's all right. That's all I need to know.
1: No more questions. <laughs> hey, uh, Fifey, out of the Brownlow. Brownlow. Oh, Good. And didn't he look beautiful doing it?
0: Mate, is that that style? Just, remember when he went, when he won the Brownlow, he had the cane. He had the
1: cane, but in his defence, hadn't he broken his leg that weekend?
0: Yeah, but we've all broken our legs, mate. We don't get around on a cane. I, I didn't see Chris Fagan limping out of the MCG <laughs> with a cane.
1: No, no. But he um he went in the Brownlow. He uh, challenged the uh, appealed the sentence. They said no, nah, you still got a week. He walked out. He's still wearing the, kind of the Frio tie, but it didn't look like an official Frio suit. I don't think they'd be that stylish.
0: No, and he had the lovely jacket on. He's got the, the, glasses, hair, pulled the back. hair pulled up. No, oh. he's looking sharp.
1: Dude, <laughs> yeah, he doubled up. You know back in the day when they just show up in like tracky-dacks, and, I mean, not tracky-dacks, but jeans and like the club bomber jacket?
0: Yeah, yeah. And now, do you think that's like uh, trying to portray an image thing to the tribunal to go, would I... Would I hit someone?
1: Look at me! Oh yeah, that's interesting. Look how sh-
0: look how sharp I am.
1: That is really interesting because people would usually have come from work before they got the team uniforms. People would have come from work and you know maybe they'd be you know tradies in their overalls or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I
0: guess and then you'd uh, you'd always want the corporate sponsors on your on your polos and stuff. But perhaps now the sponsors go, well,
1: we don't we don't want to support that thug. They wouldn't want them anywhere near it, would they? No.
0: So you got the tie on. That's enough. The tie looks sharp. You've got your. uh, He was cutting a very nice figure. He had the lovely, the lovely winter jacket. I don't own a good winter jacket, and I was impressed by Fifey's.
1: Yeah, I need to get one. Mine's a bit tattered. Yeah, but it's so cozy. Um,
0: It's not the point, mate. You don't you don't have to look cozy at the tribunal.
1: I uh, uh, did you see the news about his craft beer? So Pierce have hit the jackpot with a beer called Pirate Life. Now we would never like to do advertisements here at Junk Time unless. People are paying us, and we are not mm. being paid by Pirate Life. I want to make that absolutely clear, but Pirate Life, if you no. do want to pay us, we are absolutely happy to spruik your – I mean, I'm, I'm gluten intolerant, therefore I can't drink beer, um, so we're the perfect mm. market for <laughs> your product. Well, I drink beer heavily, though. You do. You can make up for the two of us. And I do. So you put in about a bit under hundred grand with a mate a few years ago, and now it got bought by – Well, don't you do that. Like if a mate goes, hey, Chambo, mm-hmm.
0: Mikey. Mikey, buddy, I need I need a bid under. Uh, Adam,
1: you don't ever need to finish what you're gonna say. Uh, I've got my checkbook. How much do you want?
0: I want a bid at just
1: less than a hundred grand. Is that okay, mate? You anything for you? Okay, anything for you. And just so you know, Adam, I know where your mum and dad live, (laughs) and I'm (laughs) I'm mates with the banditos. Okay, you go and do your bit, mate. You go do your bit. Nah,
0: it's cool, man. It's cool. I got a beer company. I got a beer company. So he does that in 2015 helps launch the boutique craft beer Pirate Life mm. and then in less than 3 years he's made more than a million dollars out of it.
1: Uh, what's the Nat- company is it An- Anheuser So they
0: Anheuser Busch yeah. uh they bought the uh, they bought the rights to the to the beer basically and, and they they own Carlton yeah, and United. They own everything. Basically. They got Budweiser. They got Corona.
1: Hey, so Fifi.
0: Do you reckon that does that mean Fifi uh, still has shares in it, and he's just taken a windfall? Or does he have to sh- sell those shares? Like, how how does this play out?
1: And also on the footy trip, like does Fifi bring along bring along a few slabs for the boys? Get around them, boys. Get yeah. them while they're cold, boys.
0: I imagine no one down at the club at Fremantle is paying for a beer again. That's the way it should be. Like if. If Harley Bennell wants to go on a bender, it should only be on the pirate lights. You
1: got to stay on brand, on message, yeah.
0: Totally. Tell totally. if 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 Bradley Hill can't get into a nightclub in Perth, I want to know that he's gotten hammered on pirate. <laughs> life. If Michael Johnson
1: goes into a kebab uh, shop, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pulls Danny's pants, yeah. Sees that a man's filming him on his phone, mm-hmm. then proceeds to try maybe uh, attempt to violently attack that man. We yep. want to know, yeah, that he's been enjoying a good old night <laughs> on pirate life.
0: <laughs> See, it sells itself. No wonder they wanted to buy into it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what a great ad! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you, you can you, you can get it three in the morning, punching a bloke <laughs> in a kebab shop. Matter of fact, I got it now. Pirate life. You can getting it a move on notice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So it's worked out well for Fifi. Um. If uh, any listeners actually out there who have had a pirate life, do not you um. Let us know what it tastes like.
0: It is it is uh, particularly available. I don't think it's a, a like a Perth-based lager. You imagine it can't even,
1: be that can't be that craft. Yeah, you got to branch out a little bit.
0: Yeah, and particularly if CUB are all over it, uh, you go okay. It's been sold and sold well. And does that does that alter? Like we've all been to the footy, and you've seen it on the TV that a Carlton draft keg is changed every forty-six seconds. That's right. Yeah, you've seen that on the hoarding. Does this alter that? Will it change out? Will it blow out to forty-eight seconds? Like.
1: Hey, did we talk about that that football in real life that we had and uh, of Ruffy down at the MCG? Yes. And that filming of what it actually I was? Think, I don't think you explained what it was. No. Oh, so it turned out to be an ad for Carlton Draft, and it oh, was there you um, go. it was forty six uh, questions, uh, and so it's just Ruffy shooting the basketball, uh, answering kind of rapid fire questions like you know who's your favourite player or you know what's your favourite food. Uh, it's a rip off of that. Um, uh, well, they do it. I think for Vogue or Vanity Fair, it's like seventy questions. It's a lot of questions. You ever seen them? Seventy's a lot. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of Vogue stuff. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm putting my hand up. I'm. I'm uh, No, you know, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm low. I'm low rent. You I'm know that. The, I think it's Vanity Fair. I think it's Vanity Fair. And, no, You're the anyway. highbrow man. Anyway.
0: You're the highbrow man. What about though the Adelaide Crows? Now they've lost three on the trot. They are they're outside the eight. Can they make the finals. Question without notice.
1: Michael, do the pros play in the finals this year? You surely think they'd have to. Surely. Playing in the grand final last year, you think they'd have to. I think it would depend upon their run home. Yep. But, uh, I mean, heck, we wrote the Giants up five minutes, you know, two weeks ago, and they're, they're knocking on the door of the eight. Okay, mm-hmm. if we're looking at the eight now, who goes out? Well... Apart from, I mean, I'm tipping Eagles and most likely Richmond as well going out of the finals. That's kind of my call at the minute. Oh, really? They're falling apart from top two. Fall apart completely.
0: So the top four as it stands is uh, West Coast Richmond, who Richmond haven't won a game outside of uh, Victoria yet. Uh, Sydney and Geelong rounding out the top four. And Geelong have done quite well to get themselves back into the top four. Like Hmm. they had a bit of a shitty run a few weeks back. They did. Playing very well. Then it's uh, Melbourne and Collingwood, a game clear of North and Port Adelaide. Then GWS a half a game back. See, that half a game is actually going to work
1: in the Giants' favour
0: later on, I believe. And I think that will get them into the eight.
1: Okay, there you go. Yeah, I'd say it would be out of Adelaide and the Giants at this stage. And then you've got Adelaide and Hawthorne uh, sitting on um,
0: six wins each, although uh, Hawthorne have a game in hand. And they play next week, Michael. In an eight-point game,
1: we have. I don't even know. We have. Oh fuck! We got Adelaide. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's
0: exactly that's what you just, just said. said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: That is a traditional eight-point game. That is remarkable. Yeah, so,
0: so that's going to be massive. So no, dude, I do actually.
1: If you look at it, Swans and Eagles, that's an eight-point game.
0: What's a four shaper? As someone pointed out to me, there was a top two shaper the other night. Really? And uh, that,
1: oh, dude. What do we got? We got fucking uh, Geelong and Richmond as well. That's an eight-point game. Hawthorne and Adelaide's an eight-point game. Mm. Suns and Saints are fifteen and sixteen respectively, but that's not so much an eight-point game. But and then we have the we have, we literally have the top four playing each other.
0: That's uh that's amazing.
1: Yeah, that's really cool.
0: That's a good it's a good uh, so the uh, the Geelong. The geelong Richmond one will be massive, so that's on Sunday at the MCG. Yeah,
1: that's a blockbuster.
0: It, it is. That is the uh, the very, very term of a blockbuster, you're right.
1: Hey, quickly, I want to say thank you to all the people who uh, listened to and sent us compliments about the uh, interview we did with Ryan Fitzy Fitzgerald last weekend. Uh, Mate, we're famous. Oh, yeah, we made our news.com.au, didn't we?
0: Yeah, yeah. They they mentioned Junk Time AFL podcast once. They yeah. Didn't, they didn't name us.
1: <laughs> and then talked about Rocket's uh, rockets adventures with Fitzy. Yeah, um, uh, but uh, if you want to um, tell your friends or download that one, that's just the previous episode. Uh, I think we put it out on Wednesday of this week. I think.
0: Yeah, and it is a very fun episode. If you haven't heard it, I, I imagine our long-time fans are all over it. But uh, yeah, tell tell your mates about that one because it's a it's a very a very fun one, and it kind of gives an insight. I think people were very surprised as to what Fitzie went through in his career.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think I was aware. I was aware of the knees. I wasn't aware of shoulders and the. Uh, OP. Yeah. But it shows how utterly fickle it
0: can be. Oh, mate, this game. It's cruel. She's a cruel mistress, Michael.
1: And I mean, and it's worked out for Fitzy, you know, in that regard in terms of like, uh, you know, he At- has gone on to, you know, having a very successful career and, and I'm sure, you know, makes a nice paycheck. Uh, don't begrudge anyone that. And um, But then there are those dudes who were number four draftees who go... Mm-hmm. Go back to making the cars at Car Seats Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. Yeah,
0: yeah, that is very true, very true. So yeah, have a listen to it if you if you uh, know someone who would would enjoy that one, please pass it on, and uh, feel free to give us a bloody rating in the iTunes store. We uh, would appreciate that.
1: Hey, uh, round right about now it's about twenty mm. minutes past seven on a Monday evening. Uh, I think round right about now the coaches would be heading over to Gill's place for dinner, wouldn't they? That is true. And they're all in town because they did the
0: the freeze at the at the G.
1: How convenient for Gil. Because
0: I don't think that uh, Ross Lyon or Adam Simpson would have been there last year. I doubt whether Don Pike and Ken Hinckley got, went. Chris um, Fagan definitely went, but I reckon uh, Brisbane must have played in town that weekend.
1: Yeah, I reckon it probably depends too. If you kind of play it on the Sunday, you can hang around for another night or something like that. I yeah. it probably depends on how much you have to say, like how much you think you're going to get out of it by hanging around that extra day.
0: Oh, but do you reckon you don't want to be the only one left out, do you? Like if seventeen coaches are there, yeah, and, and I think there'd
1: a... be uh, there'd be a bit of ringing around. Hey, Bucks, hey Bucks, are you, you going to go? Are you, you going? Yeah.
0: Go? What are you What are you taking?
1: Are you Hey, you bringing you bringing scadegories or risk? Ha, ha. Oh, which one's Risk? Uh, it's the World War <laughs> game. Um, but they do focus very much so on the little gifts they bring along, like bottles yeah. of wine or um, I think they had Clark, had a bottle of gin last year or something. Definitely. And, and I think uh,
0: Woosher brought along a slab.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, that's a bit overboard.
0: Well, bottle of gin. I mean, it looks it.
1: Pirate Life, did you get it from Fifey?
0: I don't think so, man. Fifey's not coughing that shit up.
1: Um, but yeah, I kind of do wonder what they talk about or when do they get down to business? Do they have a, do they sit at a table? Do they, does Gil get, does Gil get like catering team in? Do they put like a a tent up on a, I'm presuming he has a tennis court. I'm going to picture that idyllic life. Mm. Do they, do they bring the polo horses out of the stable to come and nibble on, (laughs) (laughs) nibble apples out of the hands? Yeah, that's true. Oh, so you think
0: is it an experience? Is that what you're asking? Do they
1: are they skyping into uh, Chris Fagan? Is he about to go under the knife?
0: Oh, that's a very good point. He yeah. won't
1: be there tonight, will he? He'll be in fucking agony. And can Fago can he can he can he claim it as a tax deduction now? Because I mean, the, I don't think big phrases work. So I mean, the meeting at Gills, that would have been work, so he could claim the flight. I don't think he can claim the flight anymore.
0: Well, shouldn't Fago have hopped back into the big ice bath? Isn't that what he's supposed ice to it down do? straight away. Yeah, I just fucking stuck a leg in. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one thing you needed was to ice that shit up. So when they get into gills, do you do you just is there like name name cards on the table, or do you try and sit down closest to Gill? Oh fuck.
1: Well, I think there'd be name tags for um Brad and Chris Scott at least. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Just to get that, just to be clear of that. But yeah, I'm generally fascinated. Like, you know, are there years that are better than others? Do they, because there will be people that don't like each other.
0: Well, I guess, yeah, if you were uh, going there in the area that Mick Malthouse is coaching, mm-hmm. Nathan Buckley doesn't want to sit next to him.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they don't want to break bread together, do they?
0: Yeah, he's just like, oh, fuck this old prick. He still wants my job.
1: Yeah, yeah. Bad mailing me.
0: Yeah, but you're right. Like, see, do you sit down straight away? Is it uh, pre dinner drinks? Have a couple of froths? Before you head down to the table, then you sit there, and is it is it sort of like the Last Supper? Does Gil make a big you know sweeping statement and well, go, yeah. "Boys, I've got you here. What are your grievances?" Is it you know like a mafioso thing? Air your grievances, fellas.
1: Do you have like uh, Gil's favorite opera singer come out and do a mm. do a number?
0: And if, if or could if it Stuart- be
1: could it be the ultimate corporate Adam doing stand up? Oh, do you okay. think someone does stand up? There here we go. We got we got so coming out and doing fifteen minutes.
0: That would be pretty good. And you just get into them. What do you do, fuckhead? Yeah. Oh, you're a coach, all right. Um, I haven't got much on that. What do you do? You? Oh, fuck, I really... Is that... I don't know who these people are. What about if Stuart Jew goes to talk? Does everyone just go, mate, shut up. <laughs> fuck off, mate. Your team's lucky to be in the comp. You're getting handouts from this
1: bloke over here. You should have you're taken a Melbourne money. job, you dickhead.
0: Yeah. Fuck you, Jewy. We don't want to hear from you, mate. You got nothing to say. We don't care.
1: And do they chip that around too? So Stewie Drew goes like, "Yeah, I fucking offered. Got offered your job. I said no, didn't want it." Mm. So fucking sit, you know, suck on that one, Goody.
0: What about is is Brendan Bolton? You know, in the kitchen straight after dinner, Brendan Bolton's in the kitchen helping with the drying up. He's going, "Mate, priority pick. We don't want one (laughs) in quotation marks. We don't need one in quotation marks. But hey, you know, these dishes—they're not drying
1: themselves." Done putting a bit of nice spit and polish on these, Mister McLaughlin.
0: Yeah, look at these glasses, mate. You can see right through them; they're crystal clear.
1: <laughs> um, we'll uh, find out, I suppose, tomorrow of the life and times. Uh any oh, more st- no,
0: no, no, we we won't though. They're all very coy. No one gives us any info.
1: Oh, it's like the uh, it's like the Sistine Chapel when they're voting for the Pope.
0: Yeah, a, yeah uh, we just uh, they keep it quiet.
1: Any more tales, so we can move on to a footballers in real life?
0: I oh, just so quickly. Uh, does. Uh, GBH Stadium need to close down now that it's attacked Jack Zeeble. Uh Occupational health and safety. Yeah, so totally that happened. It, it happened at uh, Optus Stadium. We had a couple of Geelong players, Zach Tui and Mark Blixabs, mm-hmm. shred themselves open on the uh, LED uh, screens around the boundary, and then Jack zebel ran over the boundary line, sort of jumped into the fence, and yeah. obviously his, his knees hit the fence and he sliced his knees. He got well and truly open. He was
1: off the ground for eight minutes. I think. Did he get eight stitches as well? Is that am I, that right? am I reading too
0: many eights into that? I think you are. Because you, you've been we, gambling with all those Chinese men. What do we do? Eights.
1: Take away the fence and say you kind of have people running into the crowd like the old days. That was always fun to see in the old photos. Crowd yeah. sitting well, right that, up on the boundary.
0: Well, that was our suggestion for last time. Just load up nah, the boundaries. I, I mean, clearly, you reckon after it happened at one stadium that they would have gone, anyone else got a LED stadium that we should know about? Like mm-hmm. the, any fences? And Geelong's just kind of kept quiet going, no, fuck, don't say anything. <laughs> Clearly, um, they just need to
1: be covered with a with a screen. Or security guards all the way around the ground so they can kind of catch the player before they run into the uh run into the glass.
0: Yeah, because they don't really do a lot, do they, security guards? They're pretty chill.
1: Or a net. Just a net. You know how we have that goal that the net behind the goals um when they're kicking before the game. Yeah. Maybe we can put a little net around the ground that way. So you'd have to bring the And the, the entire ground. ground. Yeah,
0: but you'd have to bring the boundary in a little bit, so grounds would be say, 10 metres smaller than they currently are?
1: Well, we put nets on the boundary line and therefore we've changed the game itself. Oh, so people Okay, so the ball can't go out of bounds. Can't go out of bounds and the players can't go out of bounds either so they're bouncing off the, off the net. It's like indoor cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect example. Yeah, perfect example.
0: And the interchange has one of those things like an indoor cricket net where you have to pull each side <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to get someone on and off. And yeah. then, you know, just to fuck around with them, you let it go as they're halfway through. You
1: have to crawl through,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't mind that.
1: Okay, that's a new innovation.
0: Is it play on? It, yeah, the ball never goes out of bounds. We'll never it never go
1: out of bounds, yeah. So we'll never have to worry about those uh, stoppage questions anymore.
0: And what about behind uh, the goals?
1: Uh, we need to make the kind of get rid of the net. We can't have it too high. So we can have the, the clear footage, obviously.
0: Of course. Of course, yeah. you're not worried about the ball... Just bouncing straight back out into play. You well, just I think, about the behind the goal's vision.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I think also in that case, if it's at, if, if the net even stopped at the goals, because mm. they're just a the scoring shots. So that's they're all the things you want. So we we'll just okay. have the net there. I, I mean, I'm cooking. I'm cooking with gas on this idea.
0: Yeah. So from boundary from uh, point post to point post. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I love it. So we don't need a fence. We keep the fans in, and if there's a bit of rough and tumble in the crowd, you just bounce back. It's really I, I I like it. It's more fun. It's like one of those trampolines you see in British front yards, yeah, there for the kids. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a uh, it's like bounce, but the size of the MCG.
0: Yeah, and although it's only happened uh, three times in pretty much the history of the game that someone's <laughs> injured themselves on the LED screen, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we're just uh, we're just uh, making the future safe for our kids. In no way are we getting ahead of ourselves whatsoever. No, no, no. I've already ordered. Uh, just in that gap there, I've already ordered. Uh six thousand meters of the stuff. <laughs>
1: You're a good egg. Yeah. Uh um, do a football in real life. From Emma. Finally saw a football in real life. Was walking along Brunswick Street in Fitzroy yesterday evening, looked across the road and thought that guy looks really familiar. It was none other than former lump number one draft pick, Matthew Cruiser. Cruz. Cruise. Cruz. Down if, Brunswick Street
0: in Fitzroy.
1: If there was ever a guy that did not look like what you picture an AFL player to be. Mm. If there was ever a guy that did not look like what you picture... Oh, okay. He doesn't look like an AFL player. Uh, white Bonds t-shirt, black shorts despite it being 11 degrees, black runners that look like they belonged in the 90s, and white socks pulled up above the ankle. Yep, above the hmm. ankle. Kind of like that half-tube sock style. Oh, yeah. Oh, thanks, Em. I wonder if that might be... a, You know, like how people wear um, high socks to help circulation? Oh,
0: but I don't think Cruz has ankle injuries, though. He's had, he's had like, a hip flexor issues. So maybe he was wearing the shorts to get the airflow through the hip flexors or something. Because it hasn't been particularly cold in
1: Melbourne. It has been. Yeah.
0: Mm. Like, cool. I know you're up in the lovely it's, it's, it's warmth called, of rock It's cold winter, mate.
1: It's cold winter.
0: Yeah, but I don't want Cruz getting around in a T-shirt and shorts and little socks is what I'm getting at. I want him rugged up.
1: For sure. Yeah, no. don't want to get a sniffle. Huh. Because then he won't be able to play well.
0: Glad you enjoyed that mate. <laughs> From Pat.
1: It was a it was at New Year in Sorrento Pier, nearly single, hitting the gym, lost a few kegs, I was feeling good about myself. Went for a walk and saw a group of guys, all of them big and most of them absolutely ripped practicing slips catches in the shallows. There's not a better way to bring down a bring you down a few pegs. Anyway, now a little self conscious I kept walking down the pier. On the way back the same guys are walking the other way. It was even worse close up, but all of a sudden, I had to do a double take as I recognised the face. It was Mitch Wallace. He had been at the sa- I'd been at the same school, so I knew his face pretty well. Then I noticed the guy right behind him was Alex Rance. I was a little confused as to why they would hang out. Selfishly, yeah. Though to my relief, I noticed the other blokes around them were less in shape and resembled Stewie Jew in two thousand and eight. <laughs> Alex and Mitch were just in such good shape, the other guys looked a little better. The cheerleader effect, I guess, or would it be called, the footballer effect. Could this be a new plan by to have guys? Follow players around in the off-seating, eating food out of their hands to keep skin folds down. If it was, it was working. I saw them the next morning playing playing off the same pier. This time Stephen Wallace was there with a the little kid, but they were thrown to one another in the deeper water next to the pier came to pass into Alex and he wasn't looking at first, but I had a brief moment of fear where I worried that instinct would kick in and he would see something flying towards him and try to put it six rows back. <laughs> All was well, though. I can report I didn't see Alex dive once, so I can only assume he practiced it in secret over the off-season.
0: <laughs> Jeez, you wouldn't want to run into Alex Rance down the beach, would you?
1: I think, uh, would, he, would he have the temperament to kind of get into any kind of trouble?
0: Oh, no, no, no. I don't mean, like, uh, he's going to rough you up. I just mean in the handsome stakes. Oh,
1: sure. Standing
0: next What shirt. hope do you have? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember look. once. Um, You're all pasty. You've got no tone.
1: Uh, story of that context. I remember I went to go in a house swim with the Bondi vet, um, Chris Brown. Yep. And so he's ripped off the shirt, and he's, like, he's chesty Bonds, essentially. And I'm just standing there going, oh, my. <laughs> I might swim in my T-shirt.
0: <laughs> you did not swim in your T-shirt? I didn't.
1: No, I didn't. Yeah, okay. Uh, from... But you
0: waited in with your T-shirt and threw
1: it back onto the beach, didn't you? I No, I, I, I waited for him to go in and then I stole his T-shirt Yeah. Uh, from Matt. While he so able... what,
0: the, hang on, hang on. The, the, the crux of that story is that you are friends with Dr. Chris Brown.
1: That's why you brought that up. <laughs> that, that's the only reason I've been doing this podcast yeah. for the last four or so years. So I could finally tell that anecdote. Yeah, good. That was a good one. Uh, Okay. Final episode, guys. Uh, While the AFL no longer celebrates retro round, I thought it would be nice to celebrate football in real life from yesteryear. Back in the 90s, my family took a holiday to the Gold Coast. One night, we were out for a gourmet meal at the Lake Great Sizzler. Awesome. In brackets, (laughs) 11-year-old me was doing very well. When when we spied Big Roger Merritt and his family not too far from our table, my cousin and I approached this interaction in different ways. I opted to take the challenge of matching the big fella's feed plate for plate, while my cousin oh. opted to see how many times she could shout his name before she was asked to stop by either the Bear Spearhead <laughs> or one of the esteemed seasonal employees. Needless to say, we both failed dismally. she being shut down almost immediately, and I realised that my 11-year-old frame was no match for the two-time Essendon Premiership star. However, it is a fond memory. That's pretty cool, seeing Big Roger out in the, out in the wild.
0: Well, I reckon. Do you reckon many people would have recognised Big Roger back in these uh, Brisbane Bears days? Not in the Brisbane
1: Bears, Bears days. No, not at all. I mean, the famous story from Robert Walls is they said to him, at McDonald's. You know, Are you a fan of the fan of the Brisbane Bears, maybe slash lines. Yeah, not no, just Bears. And uh, and they handed him like you know four tickets to the game. <laughs>
0: not to so Wolsey.
1: Uh, from Adrian. Um. This isn't really football, it's in real life, as I attended a Sydney Swans living legends function. Oh, they're legends in real life. Okay. Uh, the two legends were Bob Skilton and Peter Bedford, interviewed by Mark Sheehan. Uh, there was some, here's some observations. The type of people who can turn up for a three-hour lunch on a Friday for the Swans tend to be old. It was a sea of silver from one <laughs> end to the other. Being pensioners, no one bids on the silent auction memorabilia. Uh,
0: That's really funny.
1: I have a photo of the lunch menu... Entree was disappointing, but as was the main, but the dessert was pretty good. Uh, it seems like only people left in Australia who drink crownies are footy fans at club functions. <laughs> <laughs> and we got a picture of the menu. Uh, dessert was a sticky-day pudding.
0: Makes sense. We're bringing everything they like, here. Well, they like
1: dates, just, you know, keep you, keep you regular, keep the fibre up. Yeah, gotcha, yeah, yeah, with a sprinkling of Metamucil.
0: I do love an old footballer, an ex footballer who's got the big fuck off white head of hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a really, really good look, isn't it?
1: Hey, well, Bobby's going to get a statue down at Lakeside Oval. Is that a bit rough? There's a bit of talk that maybe it should be at the G. They say he only played 14 out of 237 games at the G, but I don't know. I don't know how much is playing the G factored into your statueness? Well, John Coleman played 10 out of 98. Yeah, righto. I, I wouldn't have thought
0: it would account for a lot. Like did Lee Matthews I mean, I know he played a lot of finals at the G, but they would have been playing at Glenferry back in the day.
1: Yeah, they would have. I mean, there's that statue of the two guys who kind of statue of like the the first game of football. Chasing yeah, the uh, chasing their own the round ball. Like how many games did they play at the G?
0: Yeah, they played in the car park. It
1: wouldn't be many, many at all.
0: No. I don't I, I I think Bob good. is a triple premiership player. It's not about... Triple uh, Brownlow winner. Many... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Triple Brownlow winner. I don't think it's about how many games he played at the G. It's what he did for the the VFL slash AFL.
1: I reckon you're right. And then I reckon there are a few people and it's about the G. So, like, maybe KB, Betty Cuthbert, obviously, Dennis Lilly. Yeah. For people that are playing, you know, seasonal sports that aren't uh, there, uh, you know, they're not playing there for 20 years, are they? No. I mean, and also,
0: to put it at the Lakeside Oval, like, that's not even a, a VFL grand anymore. Like, actually,
1: that's just... No, the more I think about it.
0: <laughs> like, if it was outside the SCG, you kind of... Yeah, you could, kind of, could, pay he could that. Uh, you, Yeah, you could get an argument for that. Sydney, South Melbourne, the Bloods. He was a Blood. Yeah, yeah. He'd be but the most... This,
1: he'd be possibly the most famous Blood gun around. I think this is a
0: disgrace. And the AFL should... Has, has it been unveiled there yet?
1: Uh, not yet. No, it's been made, uh, mate. If if I mean, heck, why don't you run down to Gil's place, see if you can get in there, see if you can rally up. up some support. Yeah.
0: You know what? You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go down to the Lakeside Oval the moment that it's put up and rip it down, Saddam Hussein statue style. Yeah, sure. You the gotcha. fall of Baghdad, and I will fucking put it in. I will throw it through Gil's front window.
1: Okay. Well you're taking a measured yeah. approach then.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, what if Gil wakes up with Bob Skilton's head? <laughs> in his bed.
1: Then he'll get the message. <laughs> we are going to hit the road. We are pod at gmail. And we're pod on Twitter and Facebook. Send your messages through. Keep your footballers in real life coming. We're going to talk to you next week. Go Hawks. Go Blues.